0: Vibrant Life Podcast. I'm Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts, and each week I'll be here to encourage and equip you with tools that can help you create a life where you are healthy in every season. Let's get started. Welcome to the Live a Vibrant Life Podcast. We are excited today. Ellen and I are here together to celebrate 50 podcasts. So fun congratulations yay woohoo and so we're going to talk today about what we've learned we have been together coaching together three years now it was um, summer of 2020 that we began this process together and i would say as we summarize all the different tools we've learned and are using the big idea that comes to mind over and over again it's the phrase all over the website is that self awareness changes everything and so one of the best gifts we can give ourselves is time to notice what we think and feel and do, and why we think and feel and do it. A second big idea, a tool that's changed my life is using the serenity prayer to notice the difference between the things in life we need to accept and the things in life that we need courage for. The Life Coach School really taught me that if you take your energy and invest it in the area of life that you have control over, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, that's the best place to use our energy. But like many of us, you and I have found that you know, it's just natural and human for us to kind of want to jump into other people's boxes and learning how to accept the things that are their thoughts, their feelings, their actions. Not always easy. And then the final thing is this great tool that we use every day, notice, decide, and practice. And Ellen, as you began to understand the idea of just noticing, what phrase stood out to
1: you when you
0: began to notice things?
1: The thing that really jumped out to me is that I, I equated noticing and judgment I just did it Mm -hmm. automatically I was noticing something it automatically had a judgment attached to it and you've been teaching me for three years now how to undo that and to Mm -hmm. separate those two it was really fascinating how hard it was because because they were together they're automatic as soon as you notice something you judge it as good or bad I like it I don't like it you compare we compare automatically to other people and either feel good about ourselves or bad about ourselves automatically in the noticing. We often add meaning as well. Um, And, you know, we have so many examples. Um, Yeah, we're going to spend today
0: talking about the idea. What does it mean
1: to notice without judgment? Yeah. And to just stay in that sort of curious energy. And it sounds a lot easier than it is. (laughs) You know, you hear the term stay curious. And well, what does that actually mean? Well, you can't be curious if you're judging. And you're adding meaning to things and you, you miss that opportunity. And um, yeah, I mean, we do it all the time. She didn't reply to my text. She must be mad at me. Uh, He wasn't listening to me. He must not care about my opinion. And, and we give this example all the time we used to think that we were lazy because we didn't like to work out in the morning. Well, it turns out you and I don't have physical energy in the morning. We have mental energy in the morning. Some people have physical energy in the morning. It doesn't say anything about your character, Right? Well, it's just the way you're wired.
0: And you and I grew up, not grew up, but we spent a lot of time in the fundamentalist church where there were these thoughts about having your quiet time first thing in the morning. Okay. And nothing about like you and I had three kids and they were little and mornings were not actually the right time for us to be doing any sort of quiet time. But we were judging, right? We weren't noticing, oh my goodness, my life has changed from when I was 20 and no children to 30 and three children. I might need to change some things about my life. But you're right, many of us, you know we don't know how to disconnect the notice and the judgment yeah. and so we notice, but we knew it with judgment so today the first thing the big idea celebrating 50 podcasts with this thought what would it look like to live a life where we do notice but we try to do it without judgment what mm-hmm. comes to mind for you when you think about noticing without judgment
1: well when I started to have kind of little breakthroughs of learning how to do this it actually opened up a whole new world for me I mean I actually felt free it felt like a prison break. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> curiosity is much more possible. And and the question, I wonder why that's happening, wasn't a waste of time. It wasn't an interference in getting stuff done. It actually made things better, it became an invaluable tool for me for learning. I think one thing that was interesting
0: is you and I, we did some working genius together, mm-hmm. and you discovered that you have the gift of wonder of asking really good questions. Mm-hmm. And as you were just describing, noticing without judgment, you remembered that you didn't always honor that part of you, of asking good questions without needing to know the answer. You mm-hmm. felt sort of like they were tied together. If you ask a question, you must know the answer.
1: Well, but a the gift of, people, of wonder is
0: just questioning.
1: Yeah, and and I've been dishonored as well. Other people yeah. would view, add meaning to my questioning as, you don't like my idea, you're interfering in us moving forward. And, and that's them doing the noticing with judging, right? And it, and, it, and it was really interesting that that's considered a genius because I wasn't in the habit of thinking that was a useful tool. And, and you've taught me how not only is it very useful, but it's, it's actually important it's so important if if we don't have that
0: genius yeah
1: yeah if you have
0: the Mm -hmm. gift of i or you work for somebody who has the gift of i and inventing but we Mm -hmm. don't know what or where or why we're inventing why we're doing this yeah we can just create stuff that nobody needs and nobody asks for so maybe you're like ellen and you're noticing today hey i do come to the table with questions And no one's ever honored it before maybe we'll we'll be the first two people that honor that and see that in you and say it really is a gift to wonder and the best gift that you've brought to us is you bring the questions because i find it really hard to think of the question but you bring them to us so that we don't even have to come up with the question we have the question there but when we have questions and we're noticing something how helpful was it for you to begin to you know maybe start with a question like hmm i wonder why what did you notice about Starting somewhere curious.
1: Well, it allows for learning and growth. You know, that, that concept it of, well, that person actually has a different perspective than me, and they have different, they want to get something different about, out of this situation than me. Um, it, it has improved many of my relationships just to ask myself why. I'm not necessarily saying these questions out loud, but right. more a lot of them are in my head of kind of pausing and just not automatically jumping to a conclusion. Um, so helpful and and I didn't realize how much energy I wasted emotional energy in my own heart and soul, thinking about what something might mean about myself, coming landing on self criticism or judging somebody else, how much more energy I have freed up just by staying curious, just by staying curious, yeah, 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 absolutely, and it's just really been neat, and I still. You know, sometimes catch myself doing it. It's not like this magic trick, and now I don't right. do it. <laughs> um, you know, it has been a process, and I still do it sometimes. And and I know I have some examples. <laughs> some of them are funny, um, but but it it is kind of amusing when you think about how much you add meaning when when there really isn't what a waste that is. And some of them well, are because funny. we don't know. Not, you know, because some relationships have ended over adding meaning to something that isn't there and then you never talk about it and right right the relationship can actually end so um yeah so it's been been really interesting really really interesting. well you and
0: i talk a lot about how coaching has helped us with our relationship with ourselves but with our husbands and with our children and so you had an example and i have an example of the meaning we made actions mean and so I've shared the story multiple times. I discovered coaching through Brooke Castillo's Life Coach School podcast, where she used the actual example that I had in my own heart, which was if my husband didn't put his laundry away, it must mean he doesn't love me. And just mm-hmm. by moving away from, hey, I noticed the laundry's here, but not having to make it mean anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, she just gave examples like you could pick it up. You could leave it there. Like You do have authority and agency but you don't have to make other people's actions mean something in your own head. So did you have any examples of that in your own
1: life with your relationship with you, your relationship with your husband? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I've given this example many times too. So I have um, often will wake up early in the morning and have this great burst of mental energy and I get excited about something. I like sometimes have this, like I can fix everything. Like (laughs) I have all these ideas, I write them all down and then, you know, I may get up super early and my husband will wake up and I'll be really excited to share with him all my ideas and then like he doesn't really listen to me well that's what I was adding meaning he's not listening to me and and you know when we've been doing all our work on energy it's kind of just so obvious now but that is not a time and space that he is going to be able to listen first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning because he doesn't have the mental energy that I do in the morning it takes a little bit longer and recognizing that I was actually kind of I guess this is a little judgment on myself, but that was a little self-centered of me. Like I had to share it at that moment because I was excited. Well, no, I could have waited. I've learned. we got to wait till the time when he's actually able to listen. It wasn't mean he wasn't a good listener. It just was a bad timing thing. And I loved you came up with the
0: idea of even emailing. Like you couldn't wait to get it down. So you either typed it as a note to yourself or emailed it. And by staying curious, I think we get a little more creative. So what else did you notice about that?
1: This example happened, and you, we all do this, right? She didn't reply to my text. She must be mad at me. right? And and everybody's done this, right? And and I, a very specific example, this friend was on a plane and her phone was in airplane mode for hours and hours and hours. And I interpreted it, you know, oh, why isn't, you know, because it was a sensitive text and I yes. wanted a response right away. It was on my mind. And, you know, just by, you know, now I don't really think at all when someone doesn't reply to text because sometimes... They get, you know, they, their phone's, something's wrong with their phone, or they're, you know, on, it's not on. <laughs> they're driving, it's not driving their behavior the way it's so important and right.
0: high level to us. Absolutely. and yeah. Something else is important and high level to them. Absolutely. So, again, yeah. what we're trying to just point out is we think self awareness changes everything, and our lives change as we begin to notice personally what we're thinking, feeling, and doing. And then decide one thing at a time to put some energy into. And you and I have realized in these three years of coaching, we used to put a lot of energy into that other box. What are they thinking? What are Mm -hmm. they feeling? Why did they do that? Mm -hmm. And so you have a pretty big event coming up, and that is giving you lots of opportunities to manage your mind and notice Mm -hmm. things. What have you noticed about taking care of this big event that's coming up?
1: Yeah. So one of my kids is getting married, and um, we are now at the stage of chasing down people who have an RSVP. And so this is a great time to practice not judging, right? Because it's it's an annoying task, right? There's a lot to do for a wedding and it feels like an extra thing when the reality is this is very normal. It should have been added to the list all along was this is part of the process, right? And in in thinking about this, it's really kind of funny because I've done it before, number one. Sometimes it's just a mistake right? It's not a selfishness. It's not inconsiderate. You just make a mistake, set it aside. You forget about it. Um, There are these wedding websites, while they're wonderful, there are glitches in them sometimes. And there were some people that RSVP'd and somehow it didn't get recorded. Um, And I actually had two friends who didn't get an invitation, Mm. which is why they didn't reply. And, you know, sometimes things actually do get lost.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I get my neighbors,
1: ma'am. I do. And and they were awkwardly saying, well, she's talking about the wedding as if I was invited. I didn't know what to do because I didn't get an invitation. It it was just hilarious because that's just these things happen. right? Right. And so All of this was a great opportunity, really simple example of noticing without judgment. It's like, okay, there's this handful of people we need to find, like, no big deal. It doesn't really matter why. But it turns out the why was not at all what you think. And and I think that that was kind of interesting. Um, Because
0: this event is going to take a lot of your mental, physical, emotional energy and by not allowing your brain to just run with these thoughts that weren't serving you weren't serving the relationships it allowed you to keep the energy as well so noticing without judgment i think really begins with us getting a little better at not judging ourselves because then we have some grace for other people if we're really incredibly hard on ourselves we tend to set the standard for everybody else like if we think we're supposed to be perfect And then we're Mm -hmm. holding everybody else to some level of perfection and Mm -hmm. i think one of the areas you and i are both so thankful that we found coaching is it's changing the ability we have to have a healthy relationship with our adult children and i love one of the thoughts you had because i think it's a very common thought for parents who haven't done any mindset work Mm -hmm. to not notice that a thought we might have about our children as they get into relationships or they move for jobs or they just begin their life is i'm losing them Mm-hmm. What did you notice about that thought versus just your adult kids are living their lives?
1: Well, it's it's a much healthier replacement thought to say, well, they're living their lives. This is what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And not I'm losing them like the, mm-hmm. as I'm as as if I'm the center of the universe. Right. And when it, we have a we'll probably do a whole podcast just on yeah. this topic because we came up with a long list of tools to help parents of adult children. Cause there really isn't anything out there, but one of the, one of the tools, a little bits that helped me so much is remembering what it was like for you. Right. I didn't want to hang out with my mom when I was in my twenties. Right. I didn't call my mom several days a week to tell me everything that was going on in their lives and relationships. I didn't ask my mom to be in on every single big life decision why should I expect that of my children? I'm. I want to free them to not feel guilty about that and not feel that you know they they should just be doing this. And and it's really been helpful to remember what it felt like to be starting out on your own and to to be making decisions on your own to so not have it's to. Be so to your parents. And, and yeah, it's so helpful. And this is an
0: area I struggle in a lot. Not as much. These last few weeks, but for a long time, yeah. trying yeah. to know exactly where they are and what they were yeah. doing. And yeah. the thought, of course, that you brought up is like, of course, I'm so thankful that my mother didn't have that kind of access when I was 20. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we had different things like phone calls were expensive back then. You saved your long distance, yeah. five minute phone call till after five. And now we're connected with phones. And I would not have been happy
1: if there was a find friends app when I was in my, <laughs> <laughs> my mother
0: could find out where I was. I would imagine that everyone our age who has children in their twenties would say, There are these days that I'm so yeah. thankful nobody yeah. had social media or any oh, kind gosh. of phone tracking yeah. on me. I know. So true. Yeah. So, so true. if someone's yeah. listening today and they're like, Okay, sure, this sounds fine. I want to start noticing without mm-hmm. being judgmental. I want to notice with curiosity. Um, do you have any thoughts of where we would even begin with that?
1: Yes. Because it first of all, it's hard. And, and if this is your, my habit, my life habit was to judge automatically. Um, it, it's going to take some time because you're creating a new neural pathway and it's going to be something you need to work on over and over again. And, and coming up with your list of questions that work for you, I think is really helpful because if you, when you notice something of you automatically, you can write them on an index card or put them on your phone or whatever, um, what your questions are. Some that come to mind are what's happening here. What do I have control over? Were my expectations realistic? What were my expectations? Sometimes we don't even know, right? We expect a lot without even really having it come to our consciousness. So bring that to the, your consciousness of what were my expectations here and were they realistic? Um, what can I learn from this? What can I learn about myself from this? I wonder what the other person's perspective is on this. Because we, you say this all the time, it is so natural to think everybody thinks the way you do or have the same motives as you do or cares about the same things as you do. And that's simply not true. There are lots and lots and lots of different ways people view things. And just thinking about, huh, I wonder if that person actually has a different perspective on me than this. is helpful. There's, Lots of questions. Those are just a few that, that came to mind. Um, come up with yours. Come up with the ones that make sense to you. And I appreciate that, that yeah. you
0: write yeah. them, because that is one of the things that's hard for me, the wondering, the what, where, when, why. And so if you were listening to Ellen and you're thinking, those are great questions. How can I you know, stop and rewind and Write them down just want you to know they'll be in the show notes, along with the next two tools she's sharing so. Uh, Starting to do the noticing is going to change your life it's going to make you self aware, and if you can stay in that curious energy and not judgmental. One of the questions like what were my expectations we live our lives without examining our own thoughts. And mm-hmm. so we might not even know what our expectation was. And so that was what you noticed with this big event is, huh, mm-hmm. did I have an expectation that everyone was going to RSVP person, you know, perfectly, of course you didn't, but that thought could have been in the background and it's driving the feelings of judgment or mm-hmm. frustration. And yeah. so just noticing yeah. without judgment yeah. can change yeah. a lot for your energy, for your, you know, emotional energy, especially what are you wow. noticing right now?
1: Yeah. That the, the second um, thing that's helped me a lot is a fill, it's a fill in the blank. It's a, a filling out that it's possible that. Mm. And, and again, just like the questions you come up with your own. Here's a f- few examples. I'm wrong. It's possible that I was actually wrong. <laughs> right. It's possible that the other person thinks differently than I do. I know it's re- redundant with the perspective question, but um, it's possible that we're just doing the best we can. And this is just how it turned out it's possible that I'm trying to control something that I actually have no control over. Right. We, we so, try so hard to change how other people think and feel, um, especially people we're close to. And that's really something you've taught me. We do not have control over that. And the sooner you accept that you are free up for, uh, it frees up a lot of energy. Um, it's possible that even though I didn't get my way or didn't go the way I planned, maybe the result will be for the best in the long run and I'll learn why later. Yeah. I think mean, that's a, that's a big one for me because I always want to know now. I I don't want to wait for the the time to you know look back on something and and so that's been one that's been particularly helpful for me. You must have some that the it's possible. that are Well, helpful. just the idea of it's possible softens our thoughts. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's natural for us to just start off with a thought that either we notice and we want it to be different right like that was one of the most important things i learned in life coach school is i began to notice what i was thinking and i began to notice what i wanted and i just wanted to jump to that new thought and so you know you and i because we're women who were raised in the decades we were a lot of focus was put on body weight Mm -hmm. and one of the things that they taught me is you could start with i have a body Mm -hmm. instead of the judgment of my arms and my legs and my stomach and my weight and Mm -hmm. I have a body Mm -hmm. and it's possible (laughs) that I could love this body Mm -hmm. I couldn't even start with I love this body because that was not resonating I had been judging it for my whole life and so much of my energy changed when I just began to notice all the mean things I used to say about myself and mm-hmm. I don't anymore mm-hmm. and so but using the idea of it's possible to soften to help your brain think right. of an answer that for right. so long it has believed is true can bring yeah. just the space we need yeah to begin to work on some new thoughts and so one of the most important new thoughts that has changed my life was the idea that Carol Lowenthal taught um and she said what would it like look like for you to start saying of yourself when things don't go the way you want them to, and you don't think the thought you want to think, and you don't feel the feelings you want to feel, and you don't do the things you wanted to do? How human of me. Mm-hmm. And when I began to give myself grace, it really did become easier to give other people grace. Mm-hmm. What thought has served you as a tool um, in this path of noticing without judgment?
1: Yeah, it, it's similar to the how human of me, it dovetails off of it. In fact, I think this little tool I made for myself came out of you teaching me this was, um, I call it the oh, hello tool. And it um, it's actually to, to recognize unwanted thoughts, unwanted feelings, unwanted urges, whatever they are for you. We all have our little pile of things that get in the way. And to kind of just say, rather than pretend they're not there or you know, white knuckle to fight against them, you. you it, you talk to it as if it's another being oh hello jealousy or oh hello urge to emotionally eat or hello worry or anxiety you know we have these lists I have I have those issues I have um, kind of this inferiority complex imposter complex issue sometimes um, missing my adult children like those things that that get in the way for you you can kind of greet them like, like, cause if you pretend they're not there, they, they tend to get more power over you because they fester, right? They don't go away. They, they can get in the way. And when you acknowledge that they're there and I actually, this is going to sound a little weird, but I talk to it like you, you're not in charge of me. You're not going to wreck my day. You can just go away. And, um, I found it really helpful. I'll, I'll literally write out a little paragraph to talk to this emotion or to this thought. And it's been a very powerful tool for me. Um, sounds a little wacky but it really it has worked for me well what
0: we're doing I is noticing that. something yes. that is easy for us to ignore yes. so it could be for yes. me like oh hello there you are worry about your adult children yes. nothing's gone wrong yeah. I love them how human of me and this is not where I want to put my energy mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to give nights of restless sleep mm-hmm. that then keep me from living the life I want to live so mm-hmm. just noticing something and then without judgment you can say oh how human of me Yes. To be thinking this thought, oh, hello, the urge to eat because I had a stressful day. Nothing's gone wrong. We're just noticing you. And when we begin to notice without judgment, we feel like our energy then can be invested in what's important. So I have to say launching a podcast required a lot of Mm -hmm. this noticing without judgment because every step of it was hard for me. I became the producer of my podcast about 10 podcasts ago and every single step of it is hard for my older brain I think a 14 year old would find this easier than I do and I could have done a lot of judgment which would have made me stop trying to record trying to do things you and I have had many days where we had to learn something new whether it was a website detail or how to launch a class when nobody signs up the first time and we want to try again um, not making it mean anything when we had an expectation that wasn't met so if you had a final thought about what coaching has done for you Specifically around the idea of noticing and without judgment, is there any area that you would say this was worth it for you, whether it's thoughts, feelings, actions, the energy that's
1: returned, or I can't just hit one, Kelly, there's so <laughs> many. The, the thought management um, because i'm I'm a big thinker and in, in energy, those two areas are really big and for me, and they've been absolutely transformational. And, and it's very, they're complicated. Like a lot of these tools sound easy um, and they or, or sound simple and, and they are simple in concept, but hard to do. And, and the, the patience to, to practice and learn and keep trying and not give up and not have it be, well, I tried that. It didn't work. It's like, well, you actually what's the stat? You have to do something like 300 times or something. so many times.
0: Yeah. To like it really,
1: it's not gonna You're not going to get it on the first time or the second or the third even. And, and the baby steps and the, you know, but, but the thought management, you know, undoing, I'm 56, I'm undoing decades, some of some things and there, that's not going to be a quick fix. And, and that shouldn't be a discouragement. I think any, any growth is helpful and, there's been so many, we have so many little examples, right? And they just add up and, and some of them now are, our habits right. for us, right? They're not us hard anymore. And then we can layer on the next thing and layer on the next thing. And that's been really fun to see. And
0: well, and that is why we wanted to do this podcast today. We want to invite you to join us. We do group coaching almost every week because we want to hold that space, those 30 minutes, to notice what we're thinking, to say, oh, hello to it, how human. Have a group of people who are passionate about growing in self awareness, like knowing that you're not alone so whether you're listening to this podcast and you're on your own path or you found a little group of people and they're on that path with you if you don't have your community yet the beautiful part about our coaching program is it is on zoom so you Mm -hmm. can join us from anywhere and ellen and i just wanted to stop by today celebrate 50 podcasts and also remind you that you're invited to join us we would love to have you learn these baby steps of noticing deciding and practicing and doing it on repeat to get to that place where a tool that once three years ago was really awkward and difficult for us has now become such a neural pathway. It's just part of who we are. And that's what we want for people because that is the beginning of living a vibrant life is knowing yourself and being self-aware enough to notice what you're thinking decide on purpose which thoughts to keep and then creating the small practice tools that change everything so ellen thank you for all that you do i'm
1: glad to be here and for creating the tools with me amazing i highly
0: recommend you (laughs) to. great well we look forward to being back next week with a new episode so hope you have a wonderful week thank you for joining the live a vibrant life podcast I hope our time together today encouraged you and equips you with the tools you need to live a vibrant life. To learn more about me, you can find me at kellytibbets.com and I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. I hope we can connect.